0: Hello and welcome to the Kane Violation. I'm Sam Kane, the host of the Kane Violation. Hey, you know, another week we got two more teams, you know. These teams they used to be the the juggernauts of the league last decade. Not so much now. I'm talking about the Golden State Warriors and the San Antonio Spurs. Let's start with the Warriors. Why not? What's going on, guys? Losing by 50? I know, losing really isn't fun, right? See, this is what happens. After years and years of winning, sooner or later, it's time to lose. I mean, you guys are spending an absurd amount of money. And the luxury tax on players like Kelly Oubre Jr. and Andrew Wiggins. That game against the Raptors... Were they lost by more than fifty? Might I add, their plus-minus was minus thirty-seven. No, it not combined. Each of their plus-minuses were minus thirty-seven. How do you have two players like? It's so like ugly, ugly loss, and then you had an ugly win against the Bucks the other night. Sure, they didn't have. Giannis, and they played Jeff Teague for 16 minutes, but still, you know, it's it, it's the Bucks. I'll give you some credit, but you know, Andrew Wiggins, a lot of people were saying that his uh his defense has really improved on the Warriors. I'm not seeing it. I, I certainly wasn't seeing it in that Bucks game multiple times, just getting lost in no man's land. You know, truth be told. Um, I, I just think he's the king. He is the king of losing track of his man at the three-point line. How many times was he cheating on someone else leaving his man open? It's terrible. And then you have Kent Bazemore. I can't believe this guy made $19 million last year. That's Incredible. I mean, he'll be lucky if he has a job next year. Then you got Kelly Oubre Jr., just inconsistent night to night. Kind of curious to see what the front office does with him. Obviously, he's a free agent next year. The only case I'd say for re signing him is to see if he can use his salary later on in a trade. Same thing with Andrew Wiggins, although, I think he's making well over $30 million next year. And the year after, so... Good luck convincing a team to take that. Um... I mean, you might get the Minnesota Timberwolves draft pick. Which, um... You know, breaking news today. Alex Rodriguez purchased the Minnesota Timberwolves. Alex Rodriguez, who... Played for the New York Yankees, as Seattle Mariners, the Texas Rangers. Lives in Miami most of the time, I believe. Purchases the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm sure he's gonna love going to Minnesota. <laughs> You know, great weather up there. So we'll we'll see if uh, the franchise remains there. Let's just say that. Do you think he even knows who, like, Jordan McLaughlin is? Do, do you think he even knows of his existence? If he saw Jordan McLaughlin on the street, he'd probably... Um, all right. Yeah, if you get that Minnesota pick, you're in good shape because I, I think it is top three protected. So if it falls in the top three, Minnesota gets it. If it falls out of it, it goes to the Warriors. So if it lands at number four, the Warriors get it. Which would be incredible. You could use that in a trade. You could easily pair that with Wiggins. Get, um... You know, that... I, I, I think you can get a pretty decent player with the number four pick. Although I'm shocked that you didn't try... Well, I guess there was no one available. I think Bradley Beal would have been your guy, but... Washington's not giving him up right now. But... You know, even with the healthy Clay Thompson, you know Curry, Thompson, Draymond—it's uh, not 2016 anymore, guys. I think uh, these guys are like uh, almost getting getting towards the mid 30s. Just saying, <laughs> you know, if you want to be elite in the West, you're gonna, you're gonna need another guy. It's not going to be James Wiseman anytime soon. I mean, hey, you know, apparently he's going to be an all-NBA player someday, uh, according to uh, Warriors fans, but uh, I don't see it happening anytime soon. He's still a bit raw. Has potential, though. So, I don't know. Who could you guys get? You know... I suggested this with the Nuggets, but I'm just saying, John Wall clearly still has something left in the tank. I mean, would you rather pay $45 million to Ubre and Wiggins, or to only just John Wall? It's debatable, I know, but if I'm in a playoff series and you could guarantee me a healthy John Wall, well, I think you know who I'm picking. Uh, who else could you trade for? Hell no. Hell no to Kevin Love. That That is... The Warriors made a lot of very smart moves last decade. I think the smartest by far... I mean, it yeah, might even be smarter than uh, hiring Steve Kerr... was declining the uh, Timberwolves uh, trade... Timberwolves were trying to trade Kevin Love for Clay Thompson. The Warriors turned it down. He said, "No, we're keeping Clay. He's off limits." Brilliant move. Brilliant move. But it wasn't like Clay was the player. He was by, uh, like, uh, you know, 2016, 2017. You know, I think they proposed this trade in 2013, 2014 around then. So Clay wasn't quite Clay yet, but the Warriors' front office knew that this is a guy they had to hold on to. Um, Yeah. no. no that Kevin Love is, uh, you know, his defensive IQ has just been completely fogged up in his brain from playing in Cleveland these past few seasons. He's also just hasn't been healthy. So, no. Al Horford, yeah. I mean, if it was Al Horford five years ago, maybe. Kind of risky if you're doing that now. Horford is pretty old. Well, the, center, the center position is probably the weakest on the roster, though. If you have... Well, I guess you need a, a small forward. Um, What about You know, Much better version of Zaza Pachulia. Zaza on steroids. Wouldn't want Kawhi Leonard to face him. (laughs) I think that'd be a good pickup. I don't think Memphis is going to give him up, though. So, uh, Warriors, I don't blame you if you want to give it one last go with a healthy Klay Thompson. But I do think flexibility is important going forward. If uh, you know, say you get like uh, the number six pick. Although I can't imagine the Timberwolves are so bad, I can't imagine the pick falling that low or high. Is it high or low? I don't know. Um, but yes, say say, all right. Say you get the uh, the fourth or fifth pick in this year's draft. Do you pick a guy? Or do you just say, Hey, team, any team, give us two unprotected first-round picks way out in the future, and you can have a top-five pick. So why would they do that? Because it gives them... uh, assets future assets i know i know other uh nba basketball uh podcasters have mentioned this before but you know once you make that draft pick it's kind of like a uh, you know that analogy a new car off the lot it loses its value right away some truth to that unless the player is really freaking good Um, but you know, when you, when you start, uh, dangling unprotected firsts way out in the future to other, uh, front offices, they, uh, they're interested. They're interested when they hear that. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Good luck in the play-in tournament, guys. San Antonio Spurs are up next. Bye-bye, LaMarcus Aldridge. Hello, Gorgie Jang. I mean, um, you want to know what's crazy? Shut up. Oh, I know what's crazy. LaMarcus Aldridge is 35. Gorgie Jang is 31. LaMarcus Aldridge was drafted in 2006. Gorgie Jang's draft class was 2013. <laughs> There's a, a crazy fact for you. Four years apart, their draft classes are seven years apart. What a strange game against the Pacers. I mean, it was really the first time I got to see Karis Levert playing with the Pacers. And here I am thinking that he's uh, you know, completely dominating, taking over the game. I mean the pay- the Pacers of course, uh, end up winning in O T yet. Yeah. Um, I know I'm using this stat a lot. I, I do think it's an interesting stat, the plus minus stat. Uh Karis Levert and Doug McDermott uh tied for the worst plus minus stat on the team. It was negative eighteen. Karis Levert was the highest score, though. And the Pacers won. So I think that kind of shows how uh the plus minus stat is a bit flawed your uh your team wins and your highest score has the worst plus minus in the game or not in the game on the team I don't know. it puzzles me um the nuggets game from a few days ago yeah i mean you were in it in the first half and then uh God, it was really towards the end of the third Where things started going downhill quick Um, Beginning of the fourth, it got even worse So, the Spurs, you guys had uh, 68 points on the board With just under 5 to go in the third End of the third, you know 8 minutes left to go Or, uh, no, no, no From the end of the third all the way to eight minutes left to go in the game, you guys only scored nine points during that span. So you (laughs) went through a stretch where you were really (laughs) only scoring a point a minute. (laughs) Like, this is awful. That's awful. What happened to your offense? it was just it was a lot of forced three-pointers. I mean, he had some good looks, they weren't falling. But still, um I I mean, Greg Popovich, he he has to have calmed down a bit because I feel like if you have the old Greg Popovich witnessing what this team is doing right now, I mean, this guy wouldn't be alive. Popovich was madman back in the day now he's just kind of like nah you know it's probably like had idiots whatever um, I mean he's getting I think he's the highest paid coach in the league so you know he's getting that cash how, how much longer is he going to do this though I mean you kind of wonder if he, it's uh one of those deals where he's like afraid of uh retiring. Maybe, I don't know. I think uh I think he has one more year left on his deal after this. Could be wrong though. Um It seems like a lot of Spurs fans just want to unleash the young guys. I don't blame them. So you know Rudy Gay, DeRozan minutes are certainly blocking that. Patty Mills too, but um, I'd like to think the Spurs fans are all very, very fond of him. So I think he uh, could basically be a spur for the next twenty years and may not twenty, maybe ten. Ten, even ten might be too much. Five, five years, and no one would have a problem. He's he's the last remaining guy from the 2014 title. You wonder, does he become the next Haslam-type player, the player-coach who doesn't play, who, li- who Haslam hasn't played a minute this year, by the way. I'm just saying. You know, he's going to play his first game of the year in May. They always do this. It's like, last game of the year, everyone <laughs> rests. <laughs> ask them time to play 40 minutes. <laughs> A minute for uh, your age. Um, you know what I think? I think... Um, this is kind of out of the box. We need to reward some of these glue guys who won championships for their teams, you know. So, you know, obviously Haslam is getting that treatment right now. The Heat are paying his salary. But what if the NBA paid his salary? And what if instead of counting him... Towards uh the fifteen man roster. What if this 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 uh spot just becomes an extra player and it's only for teams who won a championship? Yeah. I know, this is already going off the rails, but you know, think about it. Maybe It could be Alex Caruso someday for the Lakers. Uh, Maybe for the Raptors. It's Chris Boucher. Yes, he was on that championship team, technically. Uh, Or Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet would probably make more sense. You know, just... They they would be on the roster. You know, it would be... It would be at a time where they're only uh, vet minimum players where they wouldn't command a, a big contract. So it would be towards the tail end of their careers. And for 5 years the NBA would pay their salary, which would be the vet minimum, but they wouldn't count as being on the 15-man roster. They would be l- l- like in they would be the I guess the sixteenth man on the roster, so they te- teams who won a championship would be allowed to carry this extra player, but the the rules would be that the that this player would uh, have to remain on the team. Uh, for a certain amount of time after the championship. Or he, he would have to never leave the team after the championship. So, like, for instance, J.J. Barrera for the Mavericks. Uh, let's say if they did this rule back in 2011, he wouldn't be allowed to do this because he left the Mavs. He went to another team. This is for players who won the championship, Stayed on the team, played for a number of years, or at the tail end of their career. Um, that minimum players, the NBA pays for their salary. I don't know, is anyone even listening to this? Who, I don't know what I'm talking about here. If I was a billionaire, and I mean billionaire with a capital B, um. I'm talking like uh, Steve Ballmer money. I'd buy an NBA team. I would. If I had F.U. money, I would buy an NBA team. Where? Kansas City. And uh, I, I would call them the Kansas City of Champions. Who would I sign? Who would I sign? Hmm. I would sign all NBA free agents who've won a championship ring, and uh, you know, maybe flamed out of the league or whatever, but still have played professionally overseas, maybe in the G League. Guys who never really got a chance to shine the NBA, who are prideful. Have a championship ring, but, but uh, you know, feel unfulfilled. I'm talking about, uh, you know, maybe Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook, he's, he's not on a team right now, right? Quinn Cook, Jordan Lloyd, maybe Jody Meeks, Malcolm Miller, Eric Moreland. Heck, I'd sign Nick Young. Ian Clark, James Michael McAdoo. You know... Imagine that. Everyone on the roster has an NBA ring. But, like, they were, like, the bottom half in terms of skill on their championship teams. You get the gist. Anyways, uh, yeah, back to the Spurs. Um, I mean, you guys will probably make the play in tournament. So if you're the ninth seed, I guess that means you would play the uh, nine. nine. No, you'd play the eighth seed. So you'd play the Grizzlies. Oh man, Gorgie Jang opportunity to get some revenge. I like him. He hasn't really gotten a lot of minutes in uh, San Antonio yet. He's kind of just coming off the bench, doing his thing. Um. Yeah, I was in San Antonio last month. Shout out to the Esquire Tavern. They had a great grub. They're right on the the River Rock, uh, the River Walk, the River Rock. <laughs> uh. Anyways, yeah, Spurs. Lost to Nuggets the other night. I mean, I mean it wasn't by a lot. Jokic is probably our league MVP. They've won eight games in a row. Aaron Gordon fitting in seamlessly. JaVale McGee looking great as well. I'm uh, I'm not much of a Jakob Pirtle fan, but uh, I I'm really not a Jakob Pirtle fan when he's guarding Jokic. I mean he was all out of sorts guarding him. And uh I know we all love Patty Mills, Spurs fans, but my Dave Morris kinda cooked him alive. There was one play where Jokic was being double teamed and um Mills is in the corner. You know. Guarding uh Morris But uh, Mills gambles, tries to go for the steal while Jokic is being double-teamed. So essentially, Jokic is about to be triple-teamed. But Jokic isn't really paying attention to Mills. He's got his back towards him. Mills runs over, and I don't know, like... Jokic, unbelievable court vision. Like, he's, he's got to be psychic or something. It's like right before Mills is about to take it, Jokic just turns right around and finds Morris in the corner. His back was towards Morris. And he's just, he just looks right away. Gets to Morris. He's wide open. He nails it. Bang. Um, I mean... Uh, this game really wants me to talk about the Nuggets more, quite honestly. But, yeah, I know, this is the Spurs. I'm just saying, it'd be, it'd be amazing if the Nuggets won it all this year. A second-round pick, MVP leading his team to their first championship. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yeah. And they drafted him, too. That's the best part. I'm sick of these superstars teaming up i think you know who i'm talking about when i say that um spurs fans do not get upset if you end up getting the 14th pick in the draft instead of the 8th pick because i gotta give credit to your front office You guys really seem to nail your draft picks. I mean, you're not drafting, like, all-stars here, but every guy you've drafted in the past, like, six years or so has been solid. I mean, Devin Vassell, it's a bit early to tell. Kelton Johnson is making teams look stupid for passing on him. Lonnie Walker, the fourth. Certainly not a bust, Derek White's pretty good. Dejounte Murray's excellent. Nikola Militinov. I can't say his name. Uh, he was picked uh, first round in twenty uh, in the first round, uh, twenty fifteen. That was your pick. He hasn't even come over to the NBA yet, so uh, that uh, that might be a wasted pick. But to be fair, he hasn't he hasn't played in the league yet so i guess we can't quite say anything you know maybe he uh he shows up when he's 35 knocking down shots i'm assuming he's a three-point shooter um i think kyle anderson is no longer on the team he's like a real legit role player um for the Grizzlies, he was picked thirtieth. He was the he was the last pick of the, the first round, twenty fourteen draft. So, good work, good work. I I think regardless, you guys are going to make a good pick in this draft. Uh, hopefully, next season is where you can uh, g- 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 get DeRozan out of the driver's seat. I mean, he's still a good player, but he just—he doesn't make sense being the number one option on a team like this. Where could he go? Maybe Miami can sign him on a discount. They do have cap space if they want. If they wanted to climb the team options on Goran Dragic and uh, Andre Iguodala, Victor Oladipo. His contract expires as well. Who knows if they're going to want to bring him back. So that's an option. Uh, Rudy Gay, hey, you know, maybe he can go back to Memphis. Hey, maybe DeRozan can join him. Morant, DeRozan, Kyle Anderson, Jaron Jackson, Valanchunas. With old man Rudy Gay off the bench. Come on. That has... 7th seed written all over it. Solid lineup. Um. I don't know how long Pop will be there. Maybe this one of his last years. I don't think it's his last year. But, um... You know, really, it's the beginning of a new era. So enjoy building the team back up. 2014 was one of my favorite championship runs in recent memory, so you'll always have that to keep in mind when you're watching Jakob Pertl on the court. Spurs and Warriors once juggernaut teams. Juggernaut championship teams. But not in 2021. You guys are not winning the championship. Because time has moved on. Players have aged. Guys have retired. Other NBA stars have joined forces. With other teams. And now you guys... Both of you guys, both teams, you're just middle-of-the-road teams with brief glimpses, very quick reminders of what you guys once were many moons ago, especially when we see Steph Curry going off for 40 or Patty Mills nailing a couple threes in a row off the bench. It's coming to an end, guys. But it's okay. At least you got some rings. We'll check in with you guys next summer. This summer, not next summer. Mars is, is this. I guess they both mean the same thing. So like I uh did last week. So I'm I'm uh, reviewing uh kind of strange horror movies. Uh I mentioned I've I've had this book for years, um, it, it was, uh, something I bought it in 2005, and the book was released in 1999, it's a book of all these horror movies, kind of like, uh, you know, Leonard Matlin, I think that's how you say his name, he has, like, uh, reviews of, like, every movie that's ever been made, and, tells you whether it's a turkey or not or a good movie well that's that's kind of like what this book is but it's strictly for horror movies science fiction movies fantasy movies everything in between basically anything that uh you'd see on the sci-fi channel back in the day so there's uh i'm a I'm, i'm a big horror movie fan especially the older ones there's uh Way too many I still need to see, so, you know, each week I'm gonna try and watch one of these horror movies. I'm gonna go page by page. I'm gonna pick one on each page and, uh, watch it and, uh, talk about it with you guys. I mean, I know it's probably mostly NBA fans listening to this podcast, uh, so this might be, uh... Kind of strange to listen to. But, uh, I mean, if you guys want to turn it off, I'm not stopping you. But, you know, if you want to hear about the abominable Dr. Phoebes from 1971 starring Vincent Price, keep listening. The abominable Dr. Phoebes. Not a complete abomination, but it's really strange. Uh, So this guy, Vincent Price, he's the star of this one. He's... Dr. Phoebes, his uh, wife gets surgery and she dies uh, don't worry it's a spoiler alert um, so anyway she is toast Dr. Phoebes, by the way is a sadistic organ player uh, who can't even talk even though uh, we can hear him talk and it's very clearly Vincent Price's voice um, he is uh, going after each doctor who operated on his wife When she died. Because, you know, whenever someone is brought to the hospital and dies, it's, you know, always the doctor's fault. So, using the Egyptian biblical plagues as a reference, he kills each doctor or nurse, or nurse, even the nurse, the nurses that were in the room, uh, they're not off the hook either. Um, He's he's just killing these guys. These doctors. Um, the first guy, the first doctor, he's just sleeping in his bedroom. Having a nice night's sleep. And Dr. Phoebs unleashes bats into his bedroom. And these bats fly around and they eat this doctor alive. Because i i guess that's what bats do uh i don't do they do do they eat people I don't think they do maybe they bite i don't think they eat flesh though i mean they cause pandemics apparently um and then uh yeah, the, the Dr. Phoebs, you know, he goes to, like, a Bohemian Grove-type party, you know, where everyone's wearing these uh, animal masks, you know, just, you know, typical party. Vincent Price, he he sneaks into the party. I mean, where was the scene where Vincent Price was sneaking in to the house? I want to see that. I want to see Vincent Price awkwardly climbing into a window going ah 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 I can't do it. The the thrill the laugh at the beginning of Thriller that is uh, Vincent Price of course. <laughs> that was horrible. Um so he's at a party where everyone's wearing animal masks. And this one doctor who arrives, he doesn't have a mask. But don't worry, you know, Dr. Yeah, he he has a frog mask, and uh, he puts it on the doctor's head. But this is a special mask, because it can automatically tighten itself, and uh, this particular mask is made of metal. So you don't want to adjust it too tight, but Dr. she uh, makes, makes sure that uh, it does that. So just imagine you got this guy in a frog mask in the middle of a staircase, flailing his arms because his mask is crushing his skull, and then there's Guests on the stairs who are also wearing animal masks just looking at him like what what is going on? Why is why is this guy flailing his arms on the stairs? And then this guy in the frog mask falls down the stairs because his skull is just crushed and we see all this blood coming out of a frog mask. I mean Does this sound like a typical horror movie? I mean, it sounds... It must sound a little out there right now. This movie is really out there. In between these deaths, we have a bunch of boring British detectives trying to investigate basically a lot of... My God, what is happening? Well, it's probably this... Who cares? Show more deaths. One doctor who uh, owns an airplane, he owns his own little airplane. But Dr. Pheebs causes him to crash by... Yup, you guessed it. Unleashing dozens and dozens of rats into the cockpit... Which proceed to eat him alive. And he crashes the plane (laughs) while rats are eating him. Um, If you guys ever want to see a scene where Vincent Price is pushing a wheelbarrow full of Brussels sprouts, then look no further. This is your chance to see that. This is the movie for that. So like a mad scientist, Dr. Phoebes, Vincent Price, he creates this like gooey substance out of these brussels. I'm sure he's adding all this other weird substance stuff in it. And uh, this is where he goes after one of the nurses who was in the room, probably just assisting the doctors probably just handing them like tools or whatever it's not like she's responsible for his wife's death or anything like that so he's he's able to go go on top of the ceiling of her bedroom he draws the outline of her body laying on the bed like like a a full scale outline of where she'll be Um... And he... He... Drills a hole... And... Uh... Lowers down a tube... Towards the sleeping nurse... And... Starts pouring... Like... The, uh... The Home Alone 2 green slime... And it just falls onto her face... Um... While she's sleeping... Why doesn't she wake up while this is happening? Well, they explain it perfectly in the movie. See, this poor nurse was told by the detectives that she's a target. And, uh... This stresses her out. And she tells the detectives before she goes to bed, How can you expect me to sleep with all this going on? And, uh... I think the detective suggests that, uh, she should take a sleeping pill or whatever. I'm not playing that music. I'm I'm by my window. I know I need a soundproof room. Whatever. But, you know, it's the weekend. People are partying. They're having fun. Um... I mean, this this nurse must have taken a bunch of Valium or something because this this is like gallons of green slime just being poured all over her body. So why is this green slime being poured on her body? Well, well, because that's what uh, locusts eat. Doctor Phoebe's puts locusts into these tubes. Remember, it's the Egyptian biblical plagues. He lowers the locusts through the tubes. They're they're like single file, like going through these tubes. It's like almost organized. They're, they're so organized. They're like trained locusts. So l- these locusts, they love the slime, and they eat her. Why? Bats, rats, locusts. If you're looking for a movie where these things eat people, this is it. This is it. So then, the next day, the detectives go to check on the nurse, and they they find her skeleton. We just see the skeleton of the nurse with locusts crawling everywhere. I forgot to mention that Dr. Phoebes has a female assistant that is, uh, you know, no older than probably 25. Uh, Vincent Price, he has to be, like, sick... Nah, maybe he's in his 50s, but he looks like he's in his 60s or 70s in this movie. And there's multiple scenes where he's just dancing with her. In, uh, in his, like... He has this uh, organ room layer. I, I don't know. It's super weird. This this Doctor Phoebes, this organ player, organ player serial killer. Hey, I know a lot of people. A lot of people have probably requested that movie over the years. So this is it. So. I'm giving this the Tier 2 Abby rating. Abby is the, uh, the name of, uh, you know, uh, movies that I, you know, think there's some good scenes, some entertaining schlock, whatever. Some scenes are memorable, but as a whole, I just, I can't recommend it. I can't recommend watching the whole movie maybe go on youtube and find clips but watching the whole movie i can't recommend it so i'll go over the uh the rating system again so tier 1 is garbage basically a movie where i'm just like i where i'm just pissed off after watching it and uh i i wouldn't wish anyone to have to watch it So that's Tier 1. Tier 2 is the Abbey rating, uh, named after the first movie I reviewed, uh, which was last week, Abbey. That's, you know, I just explained what that was. Uh, Tier 3 is uh, a movie I, I think you guys should check out. I think it's good. I think you should see it. If you're a horror fan, you know, it's a gem. You should see it. Tier 4 is, uh, something that I, I absolutely love. Like, a something, something I personally just love and would definitely add to my, uh, Blu-ray DVD collection. I'm, uh, I've gotten pretty picky with the ones I buy now. You know, back when I was 15, I would buy, like, Any DVD, you know, I would just get a rush buying a DVD every weekend basically. But you know, then, like by the time I was in my early 20s, I'm looking at my huge DVD collection and I'm seeing that I have all these movies that I that are on TV every week, you know, comedies like. Adam Sandler movies... Seth Rogen movies... you know, Knocked Up... Super Bad... All those 40-Year-Old Virgin... Judd Apatow movies... So... I sold a bunch of them... And now I've really consolidated... And you know... If I'm gonna buy more... You know... It's gotta be worth it for me... Gotta be worth it... So that's what a Tier 4 is... The Abominable Dr. Phoebes tier 2 Abbey rating. That's why I give it. You know, it actually has a good IMDB rating. I believe it's in the sevens. So it seems like it's fairly well liked. So take my review with a grain of salt, if you will, but I I wouldn't recommend it to my uh horror friends. So, but you know, if you guys really feel like watching it, it's on YouTube for free. Someone uploaded it, it's not an official upload. It's better quality than Abby, though. <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, yesterday, we lost a legend. DMX Earl Simmons passed away at age 50. I mean, while I'd say a majority of his life was troubled, I uh, I really do hope he uh, enjoyed uh, some of the widespread, pretty much mainstream success that he had during the late 90s and early 2000s. DMX was one of the biggest names in rap back then. I mean, if there was an A-list for... Uh, rappers back then you bet he was on it i first started listening to x when i was in 5th grade and uh they they would play him on the radio all the time and it it was when he didn't even really have an album out this was like the year 2000 I don't think he had an album released that year. And then there was X, came out in 99, but they were still playing singles from that album. Like, in still in heavy rotation. Uh, into the year 2000, into the new millennium. Party Up, Rough, Rough Riders Anthem. That wasn't on that album. What's My Name? But back then... DMX... Eminem... Marshall Mathers LP was huge... Dr. Dre Chronic 2001... Still mega... Country Grammar by Nelly was just coming out... But... Uh, DMX... God... A lot of people liked them... Um... So, I I still hear "Party Up" being played at sporting events today. So that song and X Gon give it to you. Uh, I think these are uh, songs that will be played at parties that our own kids will be heavily drinking at, uh, and you know maybe their kids too. I think uh, you know. They might be, uh, timeless party jams. Let's just say that. So, you know, everyone's listening to his hits right now from his album. Uh, his albums over the years. Um, but he had some, uh, lesser known songs. Some, some great, uh, guest appearances. Wonderful verses that, uh. You guys might not know of, so I'm gonna play like a little. It's about 10 minutes. 10 minutes of uh, DMX here for you guys uh, to end the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'll talk to you next week. Later, guys.
1: That tea would help, though. Yuh. Check it out, check it out, check it out, so check it out, so uh 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 Spon uh. uh. Flex DMX. Uh. DMX Uh It's far flex DMX Uh It's far flex DMX Spread why yo motherfucker! Nowadays cats are middlemen, little man, ain't controlling shit talking about holdin' bricks, but ain't holdin' dick Niggas talk real slick, but that's about it as Soon as I see them headed my way, I'll cut them off quick Must you beat me in my head? Every time I come through with shit like Everybody tells me I sound just like you But you got me, you got me, and well, you can't live without me If I wasn't DMX, you wouldn't give a fuck about me Ain't about me Wanna be just like you uh, How about you Wanna be just, just like, you? like you You can do what I do Just in your own way Should yeah. I did niggas that a dick Every fucking day I If you got talent the Talent is yours and it can't be mine uh, it take ass, it'll take where ass gonna take you It'll be fine Let me hit him with the rewind Do you And I'll do, do me Truly uh, uh, You'll uh, see uh, How real you'll be Do you Cause what it boils down to is true Do you Cause you are held accountable for you Do you Is that really what you want me to see Do you Cause I'ma do me Truly do you, cause what it boils down to is true Do you, cause you are held accountable for you Do you, is that really what you want me to see? Do you, cause I'm a to do me truly for your dog I got Damn, is this the type of shit I got to put out? But with in the streets, used to be able to walk, not have to talk to nobody. Uh-huh. Everywhere I go, it's like I bring the whole party. Ain't about trying to follow or trying to be like. But if we all see through the eyes of the Lord, we see a light. Just on. let me get a hold of the, the mic out. and I'll teach you a little something. Uh-huh. A lot of good things will go wrong because of a little friend Express yourself, be who you are. Mm mm mm, you're a shining star. You gon' find out, you keep wanting to ride, I ain't gon' let it slide no more Your best to go for what you know can't do you, and what you flow for You ain't gon' get there trying to be me, dog, look through your eyes See what you see, do you, cause what it boils down to is true Do you, cause you are held accountable for you Do you, is that really what you want me to see, do you, cause I'ma do me truly Do you, cause what it boils down to is true, do you, cause you are held accountable for you By both parents and still pull through. Damn. You got to come up, fucked up, get treated like shit. Okay. Then have your mother's new boyfriend smack you like a bitch. Woo! Turn into a killer, but don't carry a shotty. Cause the way it's going down right now, you, you wanna kill somebody. Fight. Get a dog, walk the streets, learn what you need to learn. Uh, It'll have a cause, uh, but because uh, you'll get burned. Grab for 15 years without ever coming out. And be convinced that the world don't know what they're talking about. Then get locked up every two years, uh, for two years. Uh, Keep it real, hold back, hold back all tears. Uh, Fix your fears, become a man. Out your rhyme. Let them know what's on your mind, then you'll get your side. every time? Everything you dream will come true But you won't be doing me, what? you'll be doing you Do you, That's what it falls down to is true Do you, cause you were held accountable for you Do you, is that really what you want me to see? Do you, cause a to do me, truly Do you, That's what it falls down to is true Do you, cause you were held accountable for you Do you, is that really what you want me to see? With the boots who shoots to they make it spark Now I'm a fair f- nigga f- But ain't dead f- f- uh, nigga Bigger than the head, uh, So if you dare uh, nigga It'll be like your man trying to hold your brain to your head But you be shitting on yourself Cause you already dead And at the funeral you won't uh, need a casket uh, I'm leaving just enough of uh, them to stuff, uh, in the bastards uh, let uh, just get the basket I really need my ass what? kick. My mom's never let me forget That I'm a bastard what? I ain't never been shit uh, It ain't gon' be shit uh, That's why I take uh, shit uh, Whenever I see uh, shit uh, it's just that deep be short, but do what I want to do yeah. And that's what I'm gonna do yeah. Right here in front of you yeah. And I'll be running you uh. when your man stood up out Why your niggas ain't running a fucking thing But your mouth <laughs> Running right here like they're controlling this shit. No doubt. Let's show these niggas how to take hold of this shit. That's what I'm talking about, For baby. Real, baby. Let's get it on. Uh. I only gave you the crown so I could shoot it off your fucking head Y'all niggas fucking dead, heard what the fuck I said I talk shit, cause I walk shit, start shit New York shit, the hawk shit, spark shit The dark shit, and it been that way Fuck high nigga, live. let's go in that way Niggas is part of a game that I don't play Never catch dog carrying, but I don't wait That's 345, 138, 173 pounds, straight out the gate I don't hate, got no beef with knock a nigga off quick And I'm like a bitch and a nigga with a soft dick Get, Get off this uh. fucking with X Put on some other shit what? Why the fuck you fucking with X? You must be fucking with X do catch a chicken uh. Fucking with me, you go on, catch a whipping. Uh-huh. Here we go again uh-huh. we was making a movie already huh welcome home dog oh shucks man i said wait wait Stop the party. I don't wanna hurt nobody, I but. I went away for a minute, it's like I'm back from the dead. I laps on your niggas and crack some heads. Let me see, my plate's empty, yours is full. You suck, real talk, come on with the ball. Guns clap at the like claws. Tap, tap on the doors. you gonna be like, what's that? Or you gonna hear it back through the walls. I'm for the town that says fuck with tacky. Niggas in Clinton, come stock and catch Wait, 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 wait. Stop the party. I don't wanna hurt nobody, but. Oh, yeah.